I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery, so take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart. And imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out with a big sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest. You may or may not know my work well. However, probably at one time or another, you have heard me explain that feelings come from thoughts, thoughts come from beliefs, and beliefs come from our personal experience as well as. Learned from our caregivers, school, society, culture, religion, so on and so forth. So when I received a number of emails、uh, requesting me to elaborate on this, it got me thinking. Maybe there are some of you out there would like me to go deeper with you and explain how beliefs can create our reality, the world that we perceive. And that is exactly what I'm going to do in this episode. As a matter of fact, I was listening to one of my spiritual teachers talk. He is Deepak Chopra. 
He's a medical trained doctor, a scientist, as well as a spiritual teacher. I'm sure some of you have heard of him. I think I can serve you better by sharing his talk with you today, because not only do I want you to go deeper to understand the importance of our beliefs, beliefs that limit you or beliefs that expand you. Besides, it's also a good idea to add the element of spirituality in this topic because it expands you. So without further ado, uh, let me uh, paraphrase the talk. And since the main topic is about beliefs, so let me start by using Deepak Chopra's definition. So a belief is a thought that is true for you. Simple enough, yes? So that means a thought that you hold to be true. But that doesn't mean that it is, right? It's just that because it's a belief, you believe that it's it's true for you. So how do we acquire beliefs? We acquire beliefs through the interpretations of past experiences, like I mentioned before. You learn from your experience, And the experiences that you have, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be uh, the experience of having ice cream or having a sauna or having an almond latte or a first date that you spend with someone you are attracted to or repelled by. (laughs) All of those interpretations ultimately end up becoming your beliefs. So how that actually creates our reality, you may ask. So my teacher said that he is not speaking metaphorically. He is speaking very literally. In other words, what we see, what we perceive, what we hear, what we think, what we imagine, what we understand, what inspires us, All of that comes from our beliefs. And then these beliefs project as our world. It makes sense, right? So what we are saying to you here is that we actually create the world that comes from these inner beliefs. In turn, the world feeds back on us and it reinforces what we already believe in. So we see what we become. And the world becomes who we are. So let's say if you have a belief that the world is not a safe place. And guess what? That is your reality because the world feeds back on what you believe. And indeed, your experience of the world is unsafe. So every time you encounter someone who cheats on you, lies to you, or even when you have an accident, your ego is going to reinforce your belief. And that is, see, it's not safe. The world is not safe. And there is science to prove that. Because when I was in psychology school, I learned there was an experiment done by two Nobel laureate biologists. I don't remember their names now. 
And in this experiment, they took some kittens, and they brought them up in a room that had only horizontal stripes. So all the visual stimuli in the room they were horizontal. Then they took some other kittens and they brought them up in a room that had vertical stripes. So everything that they saw was、uh, vertical, and these kittens grew up to be wise old cats. One group of cats can only see a horizontal world, and yes, you guessed it, the other group of cats can only see a vertical world. So, in other words, one group of cats cannot see、uh, furniture legs. And the other group of cats could see furniture legs, but they couldn't see anything that is horizontal. That means without the tabletop. So what had happened was their interpretation of their experience when they were little that actually shaped the connections between neurons to now reinforce the interpretation. So my audience, is this making sense to you? Think about it. So, like the kittens, when we are very small, usually between the ages of one and three, things are interpreted for us. You might be told you are not good looking, or you are not smart enough, or you are not going to be successful, or you are too weak,、uh, or you are a sissy. A lot of these conversations around us, it starts to build up a separate self, and this is called the conditioned mind, and I also call it the conditioned self. The conditioned mind is literally a result of the hypnosis of social conditioning, everything that's happening around us. Remember, as a child, we are like sponges. We absorb everything around us, and once you build your separate mind, which is not how you are born. Well, you know. Have you ever seen a baby, a totally bundle of joy? Of course, except when it's wet or hungry. But a baby is a bundle of joy, spontaneously bursting with bliss and love for no reason whatsoever. Now, if you don't have a baby at home. And you don't remember exactly what a baby is. What I just described to you, please go to a playground or a family restaurant and pay attention to a baby. They are really a bundle of joy with bliss and love. And that baby, as it grows up, has curiosity and wonder and love, and is both receiver and giver of love. Is constantly seeking to understand itself and the world, but as soon as the conditioning starts, I sometimes call it domestication, and you build a separate self, then that separate self, of course, feeling disconnected from all that is, and what is all that is, is our true self before the conditioning. So it starts to live in fear. It starts to have performance anxiety. It starts to feel peer pressure. 
it starts to feel as it grows up, time pressure. And with that anxiety comes remembered pain. And that remembered pain comes a feeling of hostility frequently, or self-blame, or guilt, or shame, or depression. And that starts to then actually reinforce through the anatomy of our brain. It starts to create a world that projects that separate self. Now, my audience, I want you to know that that's not who you are. That's your conditioned mind and conditioned self, and unfortunately, influenced by many things. Not just by what we are being told, but frequently by culture, by race, by history, by economic conditions. Well, there's a lot going on. So to say my beliefs are going to imprison me in this prison where I can't even see the walls, when I can't even see the walls because they are invisible walls, then how do we change this belief that is imprisoning me to actually take me to my true self, where I really understand that I am connected, right? This moment, I am connected right this moment to the source field of the universe, to the source field of the universe, as some people call God, some people call spirit, your soul, your inner being, which is beyond the conditioning, is connected to the source of all that exists, inseparable. Every moment of time. Now you understand why I start each episode, or shortly after I start each episode, with a setting energy exercise. We want to be consciously connected to the source. So now, how do you shift your identity from your conditioned self, which is separate, living in fear, to your pure self, which is full of infinite potential and infinite love, infinite compassion, infinite joy? It's a field of possibilities, a field where you are inseparable from all that exists. A field where there is an ongoing evolution of creativity to high levels of understanding and intuition, and inspiration, and choice making, and exploration, where you realize the power of your intent, which comes from this core consciousness, with spiritual traditions called the soul. Now, at this time, I am giving you a taste of what spiritual psychology is about. Spiritual psychology is founded on the principle that we are each spiritual beings having a human experience. Actually, this principle comes from Pierre Hillard de Chardin, a French philosopher and Jesuit priest. Who thought deeply on the meaning of our existence and relationship with the divine? 
Jardin said, and I quote, We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So what does it mean to be spiritual beings having a human experience and how does it relate to our everyday lives? And that's what I'm trying to introduce to you here. So what is this spirit? What is the spirit in which we are having experiences? Where is this spirit where we are having experiences, right? So my spiritual teacher Deepak Chopra said that because once you understand the true nature of being, which is your spiritual true self, then you recognize that everything else that happens is a pattern of sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that are arising from the presence of your being. Okay, so right now you're listening to me. Who is listening? Who or what is listening? You're looking at the room you are in right now, right? In your office, or maybe you're walking along the street, at home, in a coffee shop, wherever that you are listening to this podcast. Ask yourself, who or what is having this experience? Your body is actually an activity in you. Let me repeat. Your body is an activity in you. Your body is a bundle of sensations, images, feelings, and thoughts that is happening to you at this moment. You are not in your body. Your body is in you. Similarly, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, they are an activity happening in you right now. So just like the body is in you, so is the mind, and the mind is in you. That's why I often say, you are not your emotions, you are not your thoughts, you are not even your mind, because they are all in you, in your true being. But if you go a little bit deeper into this, you understand that the whole universe is in you. The whole universe exists in you. You are not in the world. The world is in you. You are not in your body. Your body is in you. You are not in your mind. Your mind is in you. The body, the mind, and the world they happen to you as you go within and you interact with your own self to create the experience of your mind, body, and universe. It seems abstract, right? I know. But don't worry, I'm going to share with you a few things that you can do to actually understand this in the next episode. And yes, maybe this is a very new to you. If you do not have a spiritual practice or you don't even know uh, your spiritual being or this is all alien to you or there are some of you know what I'm talking about, then that is great. 
And my suggestion uh, for all of you is to uh, listen to this episode a couple of times. Put some thought into it seriously and consciously and to get ready for part two. It will be easier. And I promise I will show you a few things that you can do to go deeper and understand this whole principle that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. My audience, thank you for listening. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. <laughs>